Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bullhucker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I am Dotsie Akudren. And we are in Bullhucker Studio at the Emporium, or Brush Emporium in Brush, Colorado. We are. It's beautiful. Yeah. What's going on, Dents? Hey, not much. Just live and laugh. What are you up to? I stopped by the liquor store because my, my Dentsy was here. So. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. You finally came around to drinking on the podcast. He told me I w- yeah, we couldn't be sober friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I like you, Larry, but if we can't drink, right. we can't exactly. hang. I, this friendship just doesn't feel right when we're sober. Yeah, she thinks you think I drive my ass down here from Fort Morgan to do a podcast? Yeah. No, not sober anymore, some bitch. You got to bribe me. <laughs> yes. You know, we have a guest today. We do. And you guys met for the first time today, which kind of shocks me because his brother is married to your best friend. Yes. I know, but I felt like we probably did cross sometime. We, we were probably at, well, I know we were at sure the same the wedding. wedding yeah. I don't remember a lot of that wedding. Me either. So um, I, I, uh, I, I know that we didn't, well, we may have officially met. I don't know. But yeah. now we've, we've officially met. Hello. Nice Hello. to meet you. And it's time for you to meet the audience. Ben Blecker, how are you? I am wonderful. I want to thank you for coming down from Sterling. Absolutely. I, I, I have been a fan of the Bullhucker bull for a long time uh, since you were putting on comedy shows in Sterling. Oh. Wow. And, uh, you know, j- just to get to, to hear the stories of everybody. I'm a huge storyteller. Right. As you know. Yes. with my brother that's a, a family thing and uh to to be able to now get to tell my stories right and and sober friends that's uh, one of my stories there's some friends that i i cannot have um if if i'm not sober so i totally get <laughs> yeah. this yeah. dynamic right right here. it's a thing so did you listen to your brothers i did i did, did listen you, to my brothers did you know um, oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Although we went through a, a stage when he was uh, really heavy in synthetic elements where we didn't talk a lot he was because so busy. he was on the road and, and, and I'm busy as the, the, the play-by-play guy for Northeastern Junior College. I, I do more than 200 games a year. So I'm here, there and everywhere. So our, our paths didn't cross as much there. But knowing our storytelling style, I, I knew which one. Yeah. <laughs> You're the voice of Northeastern yes. College. Yeah. Yes. For 15 years. For the last 15 years I've been the voice of Northeastern Junior College uh, among other things I do high school sports and uh, and a lot of other things but that's what I, I kind of hang my hat on is is the play-by-play voice of one of the the premier junior colleges in the entire nation so I, I'd wow. say that in case people are trying to place your voice right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because being on the radio, they don't see what you look like. Right. Yeah. yeah. But the voice, maybe they're, they're like, who the hell is this? I, yeah, and, like and, a tagline that uh, you say. Um, I don't have a lot of taglines that, that I, I use um, when NJC qualifies for nationals. Um, it, the first time we did in basketball, it's in Hutchinson, Kansas. And so we're going to Hutch, baby. <laughs> and, and every time now, volleyball's been in Hutch several times. So I, I drop that one and I try to, to work it in. Um, but, but no, I, I don't have a, a, a specific tagline because, well, I do play by play. I'm kind of more of a, a storyteller. I, I, I say I narrate the games I'm at. I don't necessarily give you the play by play because there's more than just what's happening with the balls and the bats right. and the hoop mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. There's so much more to that story. And, and that's one thing that I, I really do enjoy doing is is telling stories of the athletes I get to meet oh, and, very and cool. the community I'm, very I'm cool. a part of. Can I, I suggest like a tagline? <laughs> Becca, Blecka out, bitches, and then just throw the microphone. I, That's I, what I'm like. I, I'm not sure that, that I could stay employed, but maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll put that one in the coffer for when yeah. I do retire. Until everybody so. starts like loving it and they see like Blecka out, bitches, t-shirts walking around town. And they're yeah. like, hey, I, I just ended up on a t-shirt at Northeastern Junior College for the first time in 15 years. Really? Our softball team won the Region 9 championship a couple weeks 
weeks ago. And um, the one of the dads made the team celebration shirt and had the roster on the back, and I'm on the bottom. Voice of NJC, Ben Blackhead. Hey. It's the first time in 15 years I've been on one of their shirts. That's awesome, so man. It was very, also rude very that it cool. took that long. Well, you Come know, on, you're it, a big deal. It, it, it's one of those things that, that um, the longtime Mr. NJC, Jack Annan, um, he was identified as the guy everybody knew him and he he it was the the guy that was there and it took a long time for him to get the accolades that he did so I've I, I've I've kind of accepted the fact that you know being a part of an institution like that you know it, it's about the institution first and and my name comes through second but yes my voice is everywhere up there uh so Ben, uh, we have actually a different connection. I think you forgot about because we had talked oh, no, a long I, time. I, I have the connection. It's in my first story as well. Oh, he is. Yeah. Well, no, well, maybe I don't remember. Is it Pierre Carillo? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pierre. Yes. Oh, tell me the story. Uh, Pueblo, you're from. Yes. You, you, I'm from Fort Morgan, but you, but I went to college in Pueblo. About what year? Uh, 2000 to 2004. So I worked at Pepper's Nightclub yes. until 2002. So we probably uh, met each other we there. Did. Yes. Okay. Be, because we, as Rev 89, the college station down there, would always do live remotes there. And, and right. Pierre was one of the guys that would spin on right. Thursday nights, I think, was the nights that we came out. I think it was the Country Nightclub on, on uh, Tuesdays. Uh, the sports bar on Wednesdays and, and Peppers on Thursdays. That is kickers. crazy. Yeah, kickers. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm surprised either of you are admitting to living in Pueblo. Oh, man. <laughs> Pueblo was truthfully the best four years of my life. Yeah. That's what this guy says, too. You I, love your time I, in Pueblo. I loved my time in Pueblo. I had a great yes. time. It's funny, Ben, when I go back, I never was worried about Pueblo, but now right. I'm a little sketchy to be there. I don't oh, know. Because yeah. I lived in a small town again. For, yeah. and I've got a little older. So yeah. I, I, a quick story, and I've told this before on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I have older family here, so when they go, I'll be the only one here. Mm -hmm. I have family of Pueblo brothers and sisters. So yeah. I thought to myself, when I retire, maybe I'll sell my house, move to Pueblo, right? I go to Easter back in 2022, <laughs> hang out with the family, nieces and nephews. It's cool to see them. I don't get to see them hardly at all. They barely know me. It kind of right. sucks. But I think to myself, maybe I will. I tell my little brother who I'm close to, I thought about moving back. He goes, man, I really wish you would. I said, well, you know. So I go back to the hotel because I like to be away from people. Like, yeah. I, I have my fill of people, then I have to be away. Because mm -hmm. my sister's like, you should stay here. I'm like, I love you, but, you know, no. I'll choke you in your sleep. Anyway, <laughs> I go to the hotel, and I'm thinking to myself, Pebble's not so bad. I miss it, and, you know, mm -hmm. there's bigger people. I wake up the next day, my, my truck, the gas tank is open. They've siphoned all my gas out. And I'm like, oh, that's right, Pueblo. You're fucking ghetto and I hate Are you. you I, was there honky lips written on the side of your truck? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but they left me enough to use the gas station. Not because the thugs in Pueblo wanted me to get to the gas station because they ran out of room in their gas can. Right. That's yeah, what happened there. So that but, was so mm -hmm. nice of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's my... Pueblo, and yeah. I still might. Who knows? I don't know. It, 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 it's, it was a situation, and truly, I think part of my love for Pueblo was because it was my college years. Sure. You know, yes, we lived off campus for two years, I think, but it, it was really, that's the formative years. Yeah. And um, we were part of the group that, that transitioned it from USC to now CSU Pueblo. Oh, wow. That okay. I was actually the first graduating class. That, that was the spring of 04 was the first CSU Pueblo graduating That's class. Awesome. And, and so it was, it was a little bit different. It was still small school. Now it's getting a little bit bigger. But, um, yeah, you, you find those communities. You find those people. And, and the few 
memories I have of peppers that aren't super fuzzy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was really a, a a wonderful piece. So yeah, we've we've known each other for decades, long time. Yeah, maybe we, you guys need to do a peppers reunion. You know, you laugh, but I, I thought about it. Uh, Marty, that, that that would be a very very expensive alcohol. Though. Yes, yes, it would. I don't know. We're getting older now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. yeah. uh, Marty Muniz. Remember Marty? Yep. Yep. He's going to do this podcast. He Sweet. got a hold of me to do some comedy uh-huh. in Greeley, and I'm like, I really don't do it anymore, but. Uh, I said, if you're coming through Brush, because he lives in Lamar mm-hmm. or Rocky Four, somewhere in Southern. Somewhere, yeah. Uh, I said, if you're coming through Brush, man, you should come do the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we'll make it happen. Marty be great, because he's, he's a storyteller, too. So yes. come do it, Marty, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, where did you live in Pueblo? Uh, we lived on Aztec. That, and that's actually the, the very first uh, of my stories happened in, in that uh, apartment complex. Well, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and get to the that's stories. That's I'm like, let's do it. All right. <laughs> yes. I like Pueblo stories. And, uh, yes. And my little buddy from Walmart, uh, Ryan, loves, he's from Pueblo. What's up, Ryan? He, he loves you, too. I love Ryan. Yeah, he makes yeah. me feel so welcomed when I go into nah, Walmart. He's, 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 he's great. He's the best. I call him the animal, man, because his yeah. hair used to, he's got that frizzy hair, like that natural curly hair, so he lets it go, man. He's I love such it. a fro, but he's Yeah, he does look like that. That's I, I, funny. I call him the animal. Yeah, <laughs> animal. You ready to tell some stories? Yes. Let's go. Yes. Right. It, it's called a drunken, drunken boxing soiree is do you, the first one. Do you want to read them all in order? Yeah, um, we can, and we can go in whatever order after this. We, you want to do this one first, though? Did, well, because we'd already started talking about it, so we may as well just okay. tie it all in. You want to name them off first? Okay, so we got a drunken boxing soiree, a Kentucky Fried Pigeon, and English is Hard. These are good titles. So we'll do the first one. I'll I'll, I'll pick first, and I'll pick the first one. A drunken boxing soiree. So so, um, the Pueblo time, we've already talked about. Um, We we, we always said that um, our time in Pueblo was was the, the makings of a big joke. You know, a, a, a black guy, a Mexican, a, a rocker, and a hippie walk into a bar. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. That was the four of us right. they, that, that were always around there. I was the hippie. I, I was going like, to say, what were you? Yeah, I was the hippie. I looked like Jesus. Always uh, a tie-dyed shirt. Always tore up Jesus. He's obviously the Mexican. <laughs> he's obviously the black guy. Which one is he? Come on. <laughs> no, I, I had long hair. Um, and working at Rev 89, we, we, we put on uh, several remotes. And it was always the running joke that someone would come up to me some little child and asked me if i was jesus and yeah, yeah. i was far from jesus in, in pueblo right, right, <laughs> you know right. d- please do not idolize me child. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> pueblo's very hispanic so yes. very catholic yes. so yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. and that and, and i uh, was not <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um and, and so we had a lot of i mean a lot of great stories great times there this one happened in I, it was either june or july of 2002 or three it, it, it was based around boxing okay so i'm a huge boxing fan um and, and ufc I, I like fight sports i like the the man-to-man combat and so we needed a, a reason to get together right. in, in pueblo and so arturo Gotti and mickey ward had that epic trilogy and i think it was the second round in that trilogy that was on pay-per-view so we 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 decide my my buddy uh, Mikey who uh, is the Mexican in the group of four, <laughs> the the two of us had the apartment on Aztec and what's um, up Mikey? By the way. What's up Mikey? <laughs> it, it is actually the real name because I believe we have have gone beyond the statute of limitations okay. for any crimes oh, that actually okay. commit. You don't have to make it up. <laughs> it. And uh, and and so we decided we were going to host a party for 
the 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 Arturo Gotti Mickey Ward pay per view, yeah. and, and you know it's going to be twenty of us or whatever get together. It was a two bedroom apartment uh, that was there. Needless to say, we have never gotten the deposit back on that apartment, <laughs> nor should because we of this have. Night. Yeah. Because of you know, yeah, this night. This was the worst of all the nights. We had these boxing or wrestling pay-per-views when when WrestleMania was there our house was the place to be cuz yeah. you know you know we were were partying and so it was around Arturo Gotti and, and Mickey Ward's second fight and we we decide because it's a Saturday we've been out drinking Friday and Thursday and Wednesday and we haven't sobered up because it's the summer we're not in class right now <laughs> we we haven't sobered up for for probably about two and a half weeks at this point. And so we decided to start that day and we went and got at the King Supers down the road, we went and got a bunch of burgers, and and someone had brought over this charcoal grill, and and I'm smashed at this point. It's like three in the afternoon. The pay per view didn't start <laughs> until like eight o'clock, and I am completely smashed. And uh, and and I'm like, oh, I know how to grill. I'm I'm an Eagle Scout. I I can do this. <laughs> and so we go and we get some some uh, some lighter fluid and get it on the charcoal, and I'm throwing matches in there, and it's not not lighting and i'm like why, why is it oh screw it go inside think about it for a little bit and and uh, people start arriving now we've only invited about 20 people in pueblo in pueblo yeah, yeah. and uh all of a sudden um the people start walking in our door with boxes of liquor cardboard i, I don't know these people but somehow they've heard uh, of this party and and fortunately we overbought the food because we were like well screw it we can eat these burgers or, or hot dogs or whatever for for meals throughout the summer and, and and so I'm, I go back outside. And I'm like, there's about forty people in our apartment now, so we need to start getting some food, so so that we're there. And and so I'm throwing and I throw another match in there, and it won't light. And finally, one of the the these drunk guys that showed up with a box of liquor comes outside. And if you open up the bottom. I'm like, what? He goes under and he opens it up. Try it now. I throw it in. <laughs> to the second story of this apartment, big flame because I'd had all of this lighter fluid. Oh, sure, sure. And, and and so you know there was forever a a burned. I mean, it's still there to this day. I actually drove down the last time I was there. You can still see the burn mark from. Wow. I'm surprised the, you like there wasn't more damage. Oh, the, well, this is just the beginning. Oh, so the God, sun's okay. not even down yet okay. to, at this point. So we've got the burgers going. And um, we we are are enjoying ourselves, and, and the the boxing pay per view starts with the pre fights, and and more and more people just keep coming in. I swear to God, we had like 150 people in this apartment <laughs> a, at this point, and um, it, it, because I look like Jesus, one of my favorite party tricks in college was to take a bottle of water and turn it into wine uh. with my my college crux Jägermeister. So yes, there there's <laughs> there are plenty of uh, water to wine because I look like Jesus at this point, right, right. turning water into Jägermeister, and, and and it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And 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 I'm, of course I'm a huge boxing fan, so I'm still somewhat interested, even in my inebriated state, in <laughs> in the pay per view and the fights that are on this card. Right. And um, it, so they they get to the fight. And, you know, they, everything is done and cool. Then we crank on the music because we were the, the DJs on the hip-hop radio station, one of only two <laughs> hip-hop radio stations right. in Colorado at that time. Right. So we've got all the newest tracks, and, and we're, we're dropping those. And, and, and this runs past midnight. And 
at at one point I am so obliterated that I decide that I'm going to go into my bedroom and pass out. Good. Yeah, go to bed. <laughs> because I've been drinking clearly since before noon and it's after midnight. I like the the fact you say it was your choice. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so I, I made the really smart decision. It, see, yeah. See, I can claim that decision cuz I was not in a relationship at the time. So uh, there was not a woman to tell me to go sleep. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying but there's science that told you. There was yeah. science. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, a blood alcohol level that said you're <laughs> Yeah, that was was not good. <laughs> exactly. Well, apparently and because I'm passed out at this point, Following this, my roommate, Mikey's girlfriend, and he get into a fight. And she leaves, drives off, gone. I wake up at 4, 4.30 in the morning to my phone ringing, and it's her. And she is a sobbing mess. (laughs) She has no idea where she is. And I'm trying to get her to describe where she is for me. So that I can come get her because she's going to refuse to call him because they got into a fight. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's my job as the roommate of her boyfriend to go get her, apparently. Yeah. It, it, it sounded fine at 4 a.m. Yeah, the math works out. Yeah, yeah. the math works yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so I come out of my room, and there, there's a hallway, probably no wider, you know, half, half as wide as this room. And I walk down the hall, <laughs> and there is blood smeared. On the wall. <laughs> Nobody else is there. It's just me and my roommate. He's passed out on the couch. Front door's wide open. Of course. Air conditioner is blasting at 60 degrees. The, yeah. the thing never worked the remainder of that summer because it froze up. And, right. and so then we had to, you know, figure out how to cool the apartment off. And the kitchen floor is the consistency of grape jelly from spilled yeah. liquor. And, and, and I walk out front and my our upstairs neighbor, who'd clearly seen the the ball of flame from me lighting the grill is standing outside picking up beer bottles and and the remnants of whatever else had been consumed outside our apartment roaches and yes. red solo yeah. cups yeah yeah and and he's like I don't even remember our landlord's name they're not going to be happy you got to get this okay okay I I got to go get my roommate's girlfriend right She's three and a half blocks down the street in the parking lot of the King Supers, and she has no flipping clue where she is. Oh, my God. Is this on the south side? No, this is north side. This is up by the car dealers. By um, King Supers or Cubs? Uh, or, or, no, it was Albertsons, not Albertsons. King Supers. Okay. It's the Albertsons okay. over there. Right. Yeah, yeah, north, north side um, as you head out toward Pueblo West. I was trying to figure out where this Aztec apartment is when you said King Supers. Yes. Because the other one on the north yeah. side is in the uh, mall parking lot. Yes. So, okay. Yeah, no, it, it was the yeah. Albertsons, not okay. the King Supers. So, see, yeah, the, the alcohol consumption yeah. has killed my memory <laughs> yeah. of some yeah. of Pueblo. So, yeah. so that is the drunken boxing soiree and part of the reason why we never got our deposit back yeah. on that apartment. Well, I, why was there blood on the... Uh, we, I, I, I don't you know. You still don't know. I, the, I, well, because we could piece most of our nights together in Pueblo. Right. Because between the four of us that would go out to the bars, <laughs> we usually, under the guise of one of the four of us is staying sober, and, and we just had to keep track of who we told our girlfriends was sober enough to drive. <laughs> right. Because this is pre-Uber, um, again, past the statute of limitations. Um, then we we could piece the night together the next morning. Like, okay, what do you remember? Usually breakfast burritos yes. or, oh or you know, w- w- whatever in our apartment right. the next morning. We could piece together who was there. But because there were 
75 to 100 people we did not know there we never know why there was blood smeared on the wall i believe there was a fight and I someone can, hit I can their tell head. you that's exactly what it was it's pueblo man it's, pueblo. it's an unsolved that's, murder yeah no yes. it's, it's at one point in time someone's gonna scrap in pueblo yeah. you know what i mean like uh-huh. we're well, drawing straws like no one's fought yet so yeah. two of us gotta get yeah. it on. You know what i mean it's, yeah. it, right, am i wrong I mean, yeah no pueblo. that, that, that the, was that the mentality was is nuts dude it was it's a yeah. it's a different mentality it definitely is but it shaped part of who i i am right today Right. A scrappy motherfucker. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I, uh, this is if this ended right now, I'd be happy because I already like all the Pueblo references. You yeah. do love I it. Do. I know I do. you do. Uh, Pueblo, I'm, like I had the same experiences as you. Yes, I lived in the Belmont Square apartments. Okay. Yes, and then the Park Terrace apartments over on Fifty. Uh, right. Okay. Uh-huh. So uh, the, the places that we used to circle around about four twenty every afternoon. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, the Belmont Square apartments. I used to have parties in my apartment. Uh-huh. And they're just little apartments, like two bedroom, oh, yeah. two bath, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing. I have pictures of, like, I don't know who people are in these pictures are. You yeah, know what I mean? Have so, a clue. Yeah, if Marty comes down or some of these guys, I'm like, who was this girl? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, why is she stealing my, my shot glasses? I only got four, and, 40 of the goddamn <laughs> things, you know? And, and, the, and the parties in Pueblo, it was always, okay, the cops are going to come bust this. So you knew where the other ones were. Right. And oftentimes we'd make cycles through, especially during school. We'd start up on campus. Right. And then we'd end up, and there were three off campus and we usually wrap up on the one back on campus yeah, yeah. I, there was one night i remember handing a cop my beer getting in the car and going to another party and getting another beer right oh right right God. and pueblo's got a weird mentality like it's a kind of i don't use the word ghetto I, I do love pueblo as much fun as i make of it you but know it's I mean? ghetto it's a little home it is it's got some ghetto but it's a it's a really low-income town yeah. at, at times and so the mentality is a little different but the people are pretty accepting. You know oh, I mean, 100%. like the, the people from Pueblo, you're easy to get along with, man. I made a lot of lifelong friends in that town yeah. to yeah. this day that I talk to. You know, absolutely. And a few of them have been on the podcast. Yeah, like, quite well, a few of them actually. Pueblo would accept a hippie that looked like Jesus as one of their top hip hop DJs right. back in 2000. I mean, right. th- I did not look the part right. of a hip hop DJ. I I looked like Jesus in a tie dyed shirt and tore up jeans. You know how many answers I had to or questions I had to answer about Brush Colorado? <laughs> like, do you have indoor plumbing? And these were honestly got questions. Like they they were like, do you do you, so is there a downtown that paved? Like a paved road? Yes, it's paved road. It's indoor plumbing. And electricity in every house. Well, most every house. Most Some every people house. don't pay their shit, but yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's it was fun. But like, they're, they're close cousins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever you gotta do, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. What do you exactly. think? Exactly. What, what do you think about that story? I don't know. I mean, you, from what you guys are saying about Pueblo, it sounds like maybe it's false because it got yeah. way worse. Yeah, there actually was a murder. Right. Well, you know, that's, <laughs> we were pretty careful try to be careful and some of the people that came in that you know what i mean mm. like it depended I, yeah sometimes you can't right yeah so i mean people showing up like that that's a true story which i forgot to ask you what kind of stories the bullhawker but we're just gonna fly without it this time we're gonna figure it out okay oh yeah yeah we'll, we'll go blind here um it's it's crazy that that many people would show up yeah and, in pueblo i mean i would i would wear like whenever i had parties in my house everything i owned that was even remotely valuable got oh, locked yeah. up Oh, it's a, my 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 yeah. video game system was in my room. Yes, the the yes. only thing we had out in the main room was the speaker system right. that we'd actually taken from the radio station and had to return <laughs> the next morning before right. our boss found yeah, out. But that like somebody's okay. gonna get into your room though, too, right? Or was well, it locked? For the most part, and 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 that that accepting attitude in Pueblo is 
they respect that. Hey, you're hosting a party, so oh, we're going to stay to the bathroom, the living room, yeah. the kitchen. You know, it, it's yeah. not, oh, we're going to go find a bed. And it, it's not those, those movie parties that, right. you know, you, you find the closest bed and see what happens. Right. So. But Pueblo was my one of my favorite times of my life, man. Yeah. I had a good like. A lot of good people. I, I have no people. idea how I graduated with a better than 3.5 GPA. I don't, don't have a clue. I don't know how I survived. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so. Everybody needs to live in Pueblo a little bit in their <laughs> life. Shit, like, really. A, the world would be a different place. It's a crazy town. By the way, the other hip-hop station was in Springs, right? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, it was before KS1075 was KS1075. Right, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right, Dens, what did you think about that one? That's a pretty good story. It's a it's good, a good story. Everybody loves a good party story. Oh, of course. Yeah. Right? Yes. How do you not? Because we all were there. We all, you know, we, yes. we've all been there in that yeah. situation. So. Yeah. And I feel like they're not like that anymore. No. I, yeah. Well, I, I, the, the generation now is just different. And it's it not is. bad different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. You know, mm-hmm. they just don't. Not the same mentality as our generation had, right? By yeah. any means, we we are the last generation that was. I, I mean, I don't want to call it feral, but you know, <laughs> oh, I, I yeah, mean, we, right. we we did a modicum of raising ourselves. Yeah, yes. And you know, I've tried to give that to my kids because I have four children. I have a, a sophomore in high school and a, right. a, a seventh grader and a to be fourth grader and a nearly two year old now. Right. And I, I try to help them learn some of the lessons, you know, right. they, that yeah. they need to, to learn like we did, although maybe without some of the dangers that you we had. You don't want to raise a bunch of pansies. <laughs> oh, yes. A little bit uh, trusting, too, our generation had to be. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you met somebody in a bar, you didn't go home and, and Google them. No. Right. You, I mean, you had to learn about mm-hmm. these people, you know, or it's mm-hmm. it's it was the Wild West. In Living on the wild side. Yes. But you know what? I wouldn't trade it for anything. Agreed. I Agreed. I wouldn't be 16 years old today to save my soul. And, and, I, and I hope that the 16-year-olds today get that somehow. Right. You right. know, we, whether, you know, because they're not going to get the same generation. We didn't have the same upbringing as our parents. Right. right. You know, yes. And, right. And, and they probably so, said the same shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I know there was about, well, I can't tell you for sure what my parents said for four years in college. But <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I know they weren't thinking pleasant things about some of the things i was doing i went to high school in the early 90s and i tell you what wake up in a field somewhere after yeah. a night on drinking uh-huh. without a little cell phone mm-hmm. to tell you where the hell you right? are right exactly mm-hmm. but that's the beauty you didn't have to worry about losing it either that's true <laughs> that's true that's true the 800 dollars or thousand fifteen hundred dollars sitting in your pocket yeah didn't even have it to lose yeah all right Win. that was a great story ben that was uh, a good i'm one. now excited for the rest of them so okay Densi, that was my pick so you go ahead and pick the next one okay I think I want to hear English is hard. Okay. <laughs> because, because I feel like I can relate. Oh, 100%. Okay, so so I, as we said, I'm the voice of Northeastern Junior College. And we have not only, you know, I mean, a lot of people look at junior college athletics and say, oh, it's high school plus. Yeah. Right. You know, the, these kids aren't good enough to go play at a four-year school, but they're, they're, they were the best of their high school, and, and so they're going to go there. But it's so much more than that. And I, I agree. I, I really wish people would come to NJC and see a sporting event. Yeah. You know, because... We do have our volleyball team has been ranked in, in in the national top twenty for four consecutive years. Mm-hmm. We have high level kids that are going on to D ones men's basketball yeah. that way. But it's I've not, heard good things about interest. Absolutely, yeah. and, and and it's I mean if you enjoy high school sports, you're definitely going to enjoy NJC. Awesome, and, um, because one we do get the local kids, mm-hmm. but we also get international kids. Yes, a ton of international, especially since we brought soccer in in 2011. Yeah. 
Um, I have covered over my 15 years at NJC students in plainsmen or plainswomen uniforms from 31 different countries. Wow. That's really cool, man. It, and it is. It's fascinating because you know, on Snapchat, on, on Facebook, on, on Instagram, I have friends from literally all over the world because I don't just cover these athletes to cover them. I cover them to get to know their stories. I, like, uh, like we've talked about, I'm a storyteller. <laughs> And I love to tell their whole story about where they've come in. Well, these international athletes definitely uh, struggle at times with English, especially in the fall. Um, we, when athletes like our spring sports, baseball and, uh, and softball, if we have any international athletes, they've gotten to learn English a little bit better. And, and the, right. the requirements have changed over the last probably five years. Mm -hmm. They have to be much more proficient in the language when they come in. But early on, it was like Pueblo, literally the wild, wild west. Right, right. Be, because the, at the time, the NJCAA didn't have limitations on number of international athletes you can have and the scholarship money that can go to them. And, and so there's plenty. I, I mean, I have many stories where English is a hard language for these kids. You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. we, we had a, a, an athlete from China on the volleyball team close to a decade ago. And um, the, the coach was very big of when we get on the bus, your cell phone goes in the box. Because when we're on the bus, we're on a business trip. Oh. And, and so at the time she was there and, and I abide by those rules too. Mm -hmm. they, look, if, I, if I'm going to ride the bus with this team, I am going to follow the same rules. Oh, good for you. I'm, I totally wouldn't do that. I, I, I'm not <laughs> one of those that, that you know, what, whatever they're, you know, they're wanting to do. I, I want to live their experience. I want to, because I'm, as you can tell, I am not physically gifted athletically. <laughs> you know, Who I. Who are you talking to? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, We're pros. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I never had that opportunity. So it's kind of my way to experience that okay. a, a little bit. And uh, um, so, so the, the volleyball player from China, she was allowed to keep her phone because this is the fall and she's a freshman. And I think the coach had recruited her in like June and she had never really learned English. So when the coach says, okay, this, and she would have, the coach would have sheets of, of mental exercises and that kind of thing. She'd have to be able to translate it on right. her phone, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, to, to be able to understand what she was supposed to be doing and what she was reading. And at the same time, we had a, a baseball player that came over from China a, as well. And we'll call him Lou. Um, the, these athletes get, especially the Oriental athletes, their, their names are really hard to say. Oh, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. A and, um, you know, I, I pride myself in being able to say it the way they say it in their language. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to spell any athlete's name. I write it phonetically on yes. my score sheet <laughs> yes. so That's that smart. I say it right. Yes. That's so smart. Yes. Yeah. And, and I really can't spell their name. Well, the volleyball player, and I believe they, that the volleyball player and the baseball player came from the same... Uh, academy. They have sports academies okay. in mm -hmm. China. And I, I believe they came from the same one. And when she came in, nobody could pronounce her name, Yu Ting. It, it, what was it? Yu Ting. Y U I T I N G. Okay. And then her last name was T Q I. <sighs> and, and but nobody could say you team. I would fuck that up every Absolutely. single time. <laughs> so yeah. The, yeah. the team decided she needed an American name, but she doesn't speak English. She's still learning, 
And so we're sitting, I feed uh, the volleyball team every year the, the second Thursday of the season, right before the start of their season, just as kind of a way for them to get to know me and me to get to know them. We play this exact game, actually, Two Truths and a Lie, nice. every oh. year when, we have, when, nice. when I host my dinner for them. And um, so we're sitting there, and they're trying to figure out what to call her. And one of the girls says, well, I always wanted to name my sister Zoe. And so she was Zoe T the rest of the year. Oh, perfect. You know, even her All-American plaque said Zoe. Zoe? Z-O-E-Y-Q-I. That's a great name. That's not what I thought. I thought it was going to be some... No. Okay. Super racial things. Yes. (laughs) No, no. They they did, although the, the baseball side, so in the spring, I travel with the baseball team. Now, their rules were much less much more relaxed and these trips are four game trips we play two games on a saturday two games on a sunday we drive in on a friday we spend the night in a hotel then we head to the field play a doubleheader saturday go get a nice meal saturday night sunday go play two and come home and um because the baseball side of things is there's a lot more kids you know volleyball we hop on a bus there's 16 17 athletes two coaches and me Right. And um, the the baseball side, you carry anywhere from 24 to 35 kids. Oh. Because you're playing four games. These kids can't throw every game and that kind of thing. And so oftentimes, you know, on volleyball trips, I have my own seat. Basketball trips, I have my own seat. Soccer and baseball, I have to share a seat with an athlete. Well, uh, Lou, the, the Chinese athlete, was in my seat. And I, I know on these baseball trips, I've got to eat a big breakfast mm-hmm. because we're going to the ballpark for a doubleheader that starts at 1. It's going to be 6.30 or 7 before I can eat again because I don't have time. When I go on air, I go on air. Right. And I'm on air until the doubleheader is done. I have some recorded content and that kind of thing. And so I'd already eaten a big breakfast, and, and uh, the, the, the uh, pitcher gets on the bus, and he's, he's sharing the row with me. And... He sits down. Now, one of the one of the hallmarks of that coach was these foreign athletes. The best way to learn English is to become immersed. Right. That was the way I was taught Spanish in high school by Spanish right. too. My Spanish teacher spoke nothing but Spanish in the classroom, and good flipping luck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you know, hopefully yeah. you figure it out. And so it was kind of the same thing with him. And he learned the language, and he could very brokenly kind of convey right. some of the information. And he gets on the bus, and he'd gone to breakfast late and gotten, like, a banana and one of those yogurts. And he didn't want the yogurt, apparently. And so he turned to me and asked me in Chinese if I wanted the yogurt. <laughs> and the, the coach said, Lou, no, English. And because that's, I mean, that's one of the hallmarks. You want these kids as a college coach to graduate. And in order to graduate, he has to speak English. Right. And so he's, you know, he he knows part of the educational piece that that he's got to do that. So do you want, and I don't even remember what the word was, but he he kept saying this word. And I knew based on context clues, I'm an adult, I can figure it out, that he means, do you want this yogurt? But... He can't say it because he's still learning what vowels say what and right. that kind of thing. And, and the, the assistant coach who, who um, was a very hard individual, probably from a rougher neighborhood, turns around and says, Lou, it's yogurt. 
Yogurt. No. <laughs> yogurt. Yogurt. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Gert. Yo. Yo. And so every time the rest of the year we were on a road trip, it was always he'd point to it and go, Yo. Yo. It, 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 it was the old school 90s hip hop. Yo. Yeah. Gert. So, so, and, and forever, um, he, I would try and find a way. One of the fun things I do on my broadcast to amuse myself because I, I'm on air for six and a half hours straight. I can't even imagine. Talking to myself. Right. Yeah. Right. So I've got to amuse myself somehow. I like to work big words in. I like to work weird country tiny phrases in <laughs> and, and, and that kind of thing. And, and then I always found a way to work yo yeah. every time that he pitched the rest of the season. Like that guy, have you yeah. seen that guy that does like the weather? And he, yes. he, yeah, uh-huh. he works yes. in like phrases. Very, very same stuff. thing. Yeah, yeah we, we challenge one another, uh, John Beltran and, and Bull Brom <laughs> and I, to work you know big words or song lyrics yeah. or something yes. into our broadcast. And so, so it, it, English is a hard language. I have many stories. Uh, of how hard the English language it, we even it, you don't even have to be foreign. We had a basketball player about 12, 13 years ago. He got a technical foul. We were in Lahana, Pueblo East. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he got a technical foul in the game and he, he turned and was headed to the bench and the ref comes over to the coach and, and the coach says, what do, what, what do you get teed up for? Antics. And the guy goes, what the fuck are antics? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, he's just, and the coach's like, calm him down. And, and I heard the coach say, because I'm close enough to the floor, I heard him say, you know, he doesn't know. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Everybody knows. Yeah, of course. Everybody, I mean, that's an easy word in the English language. Antics? Well, I mean, especially in basketball. like oh, okay. it, It's in the yeah. rule book. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay. Antics is in the basketball rule book. And so we get on the bus. After we played that game, I don't even remember if we won or lost. I've covered over 1,300 NJC games. Wow. And, uh, and, and he goes on. And, and now, mind you, this is like 2010, 2011. So this is like the beginnings of being able to Google things on your phone. Sure. And he gets on the bus. Who has a phone? Who can tell me what the fuck antics are? <laughs> I'm like, he really doesn't know. I feel like that's a hard word. If you're not familiar with well, English, yeah, okay, okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, well, and, like antics. Like, yeah. you would think ant. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, English is a hard language. We don't think hard. about it if we've always been around it, well, but totally. And, and and that same thing, you know, I, we have a lot of Eastern European volleyball players now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they watch now that video is more common they can actually see their children play from halfway oh, around the world sure. Very cool. so we, awesome. we pipe my play-by-play across well these kids are learning just learning english now especially a lot of the eastern europeans it's their home language and english and usually one more right and so you imagine their parents are probably at least somewhat proficient in what i'm saying right but but i had a um maybe it was a serbian a couple of years ago one of the words i like to work in my broadcast is consternation you know, a, a, a re, a, kind of to describe the battle, okay. you know, to, to force someone to be uncomfortable. That's kind of the common thing in sports. And the mom had misheard and thought I was saying confirmation. Oh. <laughs> and, and so the, the daughter. Better com- than consummation. Well, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it could be a Constipation. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and so, you know, they, you get these foreign athletes that come up and they're like, what do you mean by this? Yes. Because, and I have to remember that sometimes English is a hard language. Yeah. We, we had an exchange student from Austria a few mm-hmm. years ago. And she was in like health class and they were like working on... Kid never do her homework. I swear to God. My husband always laughs. He's like, I swear to I, I passed this class for Pia. That was her name. So she comes up one night and oh, she yeah. has to kind of do, yeah. yeah. Um, she always says, what does this mean? So the, the, I, she couldn't understand. It would be like, if um, Billy studied really hard for the test and he passed, and um but the the joey is like jealous is like oh well you would pass the test because you're a <laughs> nerd right but really what joey means is like good for you because you studied hard right so she did she didn't understand like any of that so she comes up she's like so what does this mean so she's like um so-and-so has a boyfriend or girlfriend and they actually are talking to this person but you know really it doesn't mean anything she so she would have to say what that means so we were like two bottles of wine in and we were just done with it so she's like so we were giving her examples of what all these things mean so we're about the sixth question in and my husband goes well basically it means that She's still in love with him, but doesn't know how to say it, you know, that type of deal. So how do I say this? And so he's like, well, what you say is, you're so vain. You're so vain. I bet you think this song is about you. (laughs) Don't you? Don't you? And he's like, don't forget to write, don't you, twice. (laughs) She writes it down. So what does this mean? Well, I mean, you know, they're secretly still in love with them. So you just, yeah, you're so vain. Well, English is so hard because of our slang. Yeah, we use so much right? slang; and, and it's like hard to catch on to. Yeah, and all that. Yeah. it is right. hard. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like antics, I don't know if you knew what an ant was. You'd be like, "Why is this?" Like, right. it is a weird word. Yeah, it definitely is. Well, and and that's I I struggle because I also said I I use a lot of old timey country. Right. You know, saying. Oh, they definitely wouldn't know that. Well, right. and, and yeah, and that that is the challenge because they have no flipping clue, especially on the soccer end, because right. soccer is one of the hardest sports to call. Because yeah, soccer is, it, it, it's as many people on as a football game, 11 on each side, but it's the speed of volleyball, which is hyper fast. Right. Or you can be oh God, really, I, really yeah. slow. And so depending on which way I'm going, how many games I'm in into my week and that kind of thing depends on which style of broadcast I bring. And when I'm slower, I end up with a lot of these weird... And, you know, they're, they're ones that even don't make sense. You know, they, and not just the needle in the haystack, but, you know, slicker, slicker than a pig in a, yeah. in, in a pile of mud. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? And you just work them all across. And some of those, you know, you'll get messages from these foreign parents like, what do you mean by this? I yeah. did not call your child a pig. I yeah. promise. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah, they're like, what is happening? Yeah. So so I have to be really careful with some of those things sure. because of the international. Or use them even more. Or, yeah, I mean, at yeah. that... And at this yeah. point, you know, I'm, I'm almost 20 years into my broadcasting career on the Eastern Plains of Colorado. I am who I am. Right. I'm not going to change who I am. Right. And people love... For the most part, that you're you're never going to make somebody happy. You're going right. to upset everybody. But I always do find it funny when I have to explain something to a foreign parent or a right. foreign athlete because I don't even think it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So there's a guy I work with who's a uh, Hispanic. Um, he's legal now. You know, he went through mm-hmm. all. That. Uh, but his English is his English is really it's good. 
But sometimes you'll say something, he'll stare at you. And one day we're done with another drive we had. <laughs> I, I know said, this look. I said, uh, the, dude's, the dude's cocky. And he goes, what? I go, he's cocky. Say again? I go, cocky. And he's like, what? what is this cocky? What's that mean? I go, okay, first of all, the first four letters is not what it means. Okay, right, that's exactly. Not, that's not yes. what we're going. Okay, I don't know this guy on an intimate level. Let's just yeah. stop there. Yeah. You know? But yeah, the, the look on his face when I said it, he's just like... Uh, See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, you take these words and then you put different endings on them and they mean something totally mm-hmm. different. Yeah, it English, is. English language is crazy, man. Yeah, so, what yeah. does this mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking Americans. <laughs> We're the worst. English is hard. I'm, I'm, that, this story is true. I'm just going to so? say it right now. This right. story is true because it is hard. <laughs> well, I mean, the title is yeah. true. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah teach someone, because every other, every other, uh, country on the planet speaks like four or five languages absolutely uh americans we speak the one and if we have to even try and learn a second one we get super irritated (laughs) well you know and and it's it's really a challenge when you're talking fast in the middle of a game i mean i've I've had several freudian slips of you know sure vin scully always used to tell the story during baseball he would try to work in hot shot hit foul because if you say that multiple times shit's gonna come out Yeah. yeah And, and so we always try to work that one in our broadcasts and, yeah. and, and coming in. And shot clock is another really tough right. one. And and that's not even to include the weird names. I right. Mean, uh, th- there's been a dick, multiple dicks, actually, that I've... I mean, do you have any idea how hard it is to call a basketball game when Dick's the point guard? Yeah, yeah. Or DeCock's the pitcher? <laughs> I, mean, I love it. Bend yeah. over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the unfortunate last name of a girl uh, whose last name is Nipple. Uh, yeah. 32 innuendos in that <laughs> broadcast, by the way, and I didn't laugh once. I would have. I would, <laughs> she's, yeah. Uh, she's used to it by now. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there was a kid in high school at, from Fort Morgan when I was in school. His last name was Gay. And I always thought, mm-hmm. man, that's got to be tough to... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And in the 90s, that there was oh. we were much more brutal. You yeah. know what I mean? So God yes. bless him. So. Yes. So you think that's one that... I do. I I'm do. Good. I feel like it's true just because, I mean, I agree. English is hard. I have, I have a front runner right now. Okay. Okay. So... All, all right. right. I do got to say, uh, before we get going... Uh, Welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. We didn't describe this at all. Uh, we just got to bullshitting with you. Uh, this podcast, by the way, if you've watched this far, uh, Ben's going to tell us three stories about his uh, life. The trick is only two of these stories are true. One's either made up, halfway made up, or a borrowed story. Uh, sorry, I should have brought that up earlier. Maybe I'll have to cut that in later. <laughs> maybe. Uh, but if you're confused what we're doing, that's what it is. I'm sorry. That's, uh, that's on me. So I'm a bad host. I, uh, I, explain, I explain two truths and a lie. Yeah, at yeah, the beginning. that's like true. You okay, it's, all right. it's the same concept. I just, I just wanna, that's why you didn't do it. That's what. That's exactly <laughs> right. But if you've enjoyed it so far here on YouTube, if you like what you see, on the bottom right hand corner of the screen is a little red dot. That's our subscribe button. Go and hit that because it's a little click for you and a big click for us. Boom! We really love oh. it. And no matter what you are listening to this on, if you're listening to this on any platform, make sure you please leave a rating and review. Share it also, right? Yeah. That's all it takes is subscribing. Follow the podcast. It's all free content. All exactly. Right? That's the least you can do. That's the least you can do. So I'll whore out this a little bit later. But yeah, <laughs> I, I realize halfway through, because we usually ask you, Ben, if the story that's a bullhucker is a borrowed story, halfway made up, or all the way made up. It's halfway made up. Okay. So now we know. All right. 
Okay. Yeah. I got into what you were talking about right away, so right. I didn't. I, you well, threw we, me off. We have yeah. that Pueblo link. Yeah, like, yeah, you dove right into it. Yeah, d- damn you for being so interesting, Ben. <laughs> it's on you. So. Be a little less boring. Come on. <laughs> hey, people pay me to talk. Yeah. 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 You've got to yeah. be interesting because all I have is my voice. But That's fair. So. Two, weeks, you know, uh, two weeks ago was Beltran, yeah. another radio guy. So yeah. obviously, you guys yeah. just, you get the, yeah. the light there, on air goes on, and you guys go on with it. So, yeah. all right, we got one story left, Dencia. Okay, bring it on home, Kentucky Fried Pigeon. Oh, yeah. So, and I don't recall if my brother told about this, but neither my brother or I are fans of birds. He, uh, he yeah, is yeah, not. Yes. No. Actually, I, I do have a story about your yes, brother with that. Yes. He tried to punch one one time uh-huh. when we were in Mexico. Yeah. You're not a fan either. No. And, and I don't, I, it, it has to be some sort of common yeah. trauma in our past. I don't go to therapy, so I can't, you yeah. know, I, I'm not going to dive into that. Um, but, but there has to be some sort of common trauma as to why we don't like birds. Now, most people that I end up in a relationship with are well aware that I am not a fan of birds. Uh, my, my mom was uh, not aware until we went to San Francisco after I graduated college, and she tried to get me to stand next to a pigeon on the beach. No. And uh, you, that you, was a giant no. You, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, my college girlfriend, I because I wasn't sober, I probably didn't con- convey that, but she actually had pet birds that she had in my house. And that Break was up. Not, yeah, that we, mm, 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 that <laughs> was a no. Um, so so um, my first wife and I had a house, and she was well aware of the fact that I don't do birds. Yeah. And uh, it, so, so I'm in my early, late 20s because my, my oldest was a child. And we had a, a real chimney in our house that, that we could actually put real wood. It wasn't just... You know, a gas fireplace or sure. anything like oh, that. God. And I think I know where this is going. And, and, and so there were always birds in the chimney, mm-hmm. right? Be, because that, I mean, protection, it, it makes sense <laughs> when you separate yourself from that fact. And, and so we would hear them, and, well, it weirded me out. I, as, as long as I don't have to deal with it, I'm fine. <laughs> and um, the, all, all of a sudden you hear, wham! And... My my ex-wife walks over and goes, well, there's a little bird in there. Let's let's help it. Oh, God. Now, that's a giant no for me. Yeah. <laughs> Before I can say, hey, let's have a little something prepared yeah. to help said bird, she opens up the flipping front of the fireplace, the glass doors mm. that cover the front of the fireplace, mm-hmm. and reaches in. And gets this baby bird that had fallen out of the. Does it have nest. feathers yet? How how, it's, baby, how it, baby? It's not like it, it's not like sticky. Okay. You know, it, it, it's growing its feathers. It, it's there. It okay. can probably me, hop around. Me. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. I mean, and, and I, I, as an adult. Like, it wants you to chew up food in your mouth absolutely. and give it to it. Yeah. It, it's still <laughs> at that stage. It's right. not quite flying yet. And so she pulls this out, and I head toward the kitchen. So I have to get up off of my recliner and go to the kitchen 
to get something to be able to care for this bird, something to put this bird in, because we've apparently decided we're going to care for this bird now. You're a good husband. Yeah, well, mm. yeah. I thought it was going to be like... It's ex-wife. This might have been yeah. the divorce. Black <laughs> yeah. out, bitches. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it heads there, because as I'm headed, I have to get off my recliner and head toward the fireplace that said terrifying creature just <laughs> was hauled out of. And down the chimney comes the remainder of the army of the pigeons. Just down the army and into our house. Now, probably because my I'm terrified of birds, it probably was only like five or six. Right. Yeah. Right, but, right. but to me, like it was a hundred birds. The yeah. closest thing at this time is the, 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 the shovel to scoop the ashes out of your fireplace. Uh-huh. And instinct kicks in. And I grab the shovel and start swinging this wildly around oh the house, God. knocking knickknacks off oh the shelves, hitting the front of furniture, knocking things over as these birds fly right at my head. What octave of scream did you have? Um, my, my, my oldest daughter says that she has never heard anyone scream that high. We're the, talking like 12-year-old girls yes, scream. The bird like, didn't hit the window. You shattered it with your voice. I shattered, yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Swinging at the birds, and I managed to get into my daughter's bedroom which is the closest room to where this is happening because I can't do this. I cannot handle this. And it took more than 45 minutes and some of our neighbors to help get these birds hauled out of our house because apparently this was just the decoy bird. I don't even know what happened to the damn bird that fell. (laughs) This was apparently just the decoy bird to set up the army of pigeons that was going to come in. So so to to show these pigeons once they left, we went to Kentucky Fried Chicken and got a family bucket. And I sat on my front porch and said, see, never again. And the birds never nested in our chimney. They never did it again. Never nested in that chimney How messed up was your house? Uh, It was pretty messed up, yeah. (laughs) I never had a fireplace, so that's that's good. You've yeah. never? Mm-mm. We had one in our house on, well, I mean, we have one now, but on our house on Nancy Street, we had a pigeon. Mm. And I would be in the kitchen and just hear it. <coughs> Yeah, they yeah, are. No, I, mm. Yeah. We we have pigeons in our tree in our backyard right now. The tree's dead. It needs to go. And that's just further fuel for me to, to now. And, and they're dirty. They're, they're dirty. Um, they, they poop all over yes. everything. Yeah, and uh, the that that's why it's called Kentucky Fried Pigeon because <laughs> the only good pigeon or a, chicken or turkey anything that can fly at me is a dead one. That's You'll a, eat it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, your brother had a story about a crow. Yeah, or a, uh, he did. You're he, right. Okay, well here's a crazy thing. Cut to six seven months after his podcast comes out. I'm watching some documentary, and it says that crows can actually recognize a human face for up to a year. Uh. And I thought about Michael. The very first, I, I, mm-hmm. I was going to reach out because I don't have Michael's number. I was going to call Chelsea and be like, you need to have your husband call me because that bird, it was a vendetta. Really? Yes. Yeah, they can, they yeah. can, they can uh, recognize a human face forever. Yeah. Yeah, they're super they're smart. smart. So yeah. it was your it was your personality, Michael. Yeah. It was you. That's that's what the bird hated. So just a little little fun fact there. My, uh, my 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 wife hit a pheasant on the way home from school this Oof. past fall, and she also does not do birds. Um, so the the and I I don't know. My daughter probably has the Snapchat video of us attempting to fish the pheasant out of the front of her because it went all the way through and into her. Oh grill. God! Right. It was not not a good. Situation. So it goes like birds. 
Snakes, spiders, but birds are at the top. I, I can handle snakes. I can handle insects. Birds and needles are the two things I don't handle. There's yeah. a reason I don't have any tattoos. I Me don't too. do birds and needles. Me too. Fear. Yeah. You know Adam Vokey. You know uh, Adam. I know Adam. He's the size of an offensive lineman for any NFL team. Uh, scared of squirrels. It's a strange. <laughs> and Ad, Adam's not scared of a lot of things. Adam's not right. scared of heights. He's not scared yeah. of speed. He's not scared of squirrels. That, Would he that, kill you if he knew you were telling us this? We talked about it on the podcast. When he told me about it, I'm like, what the hell are you scared of squirrels? You know what I mean? Like, like if a squirrel comes like on the ground around Adam, he gets real nervous. Like he gets, <laughs> he gets awkward. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like a rape's gonna happen or something. He gets all. He gets his whistle out. Yeah. Could, could, could you say he goes nuts? Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you did yeah, there. I see what you did there. But I I'm had bumps. to get a dad joke in. Yeah, you did. You are your brothers. Uh, ben, oh. you did not disappoint. Those are Those great. Those are great. Stories. Those yeah. are great. Do you have one in mind? I think so. Nice thing I do too. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think I caught you on something, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I say that all the time, and then I, 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 I fail miserably at this. You know, We both messed up last time. You know what's funny? Actually, Densia, for the past two years, is the only person who's had a positive uh, a positive record on this of guessing the bullhucker. <laughs> oh, barely. Not barely. last time. Yeah, last year you did. No, this Wait. last time I, I did it. With, oh, yeah. yeah, last year. Uh-huh. Adam has been horrible the past two years. <gasps> so far, Adam's on fire this year. <laughs> really? You can't miss, man. Rude. Adam, give yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know what you did or... Sold his soul or whatnot, but <laughs> but uh, so we're gonna go ahead and pick right now. Uh, okay. We're gonna time. You gotta get you out of your dents. Um, so Ben, when we pick to see who has to go first, we rock paper scissors. Okay. Uh, so there's two ways to do it. Some people do rock paper boom, or rock paper scissors shoot. I'm always three in the end. So one two three shoot shoot. Rock, yeah. That's the right yes. way. Good rock, job. Rock paper scissors and Good then shoot. Job. That's yes. uh, wrong. Rock paper scissors shoot. That's, that's yeah. the right way. That's wrong, Good Ben. Job. But that's okay. <laughs> that's the four pumper and three pumper. Okay, okay that's what that's yeah, about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say. We're doing four. Ready? Not one in a hot minute. Yay. Breaks my heart. So, okay. I'm so curious to see what you're going to say. Let's hear it. So three great stories. A drunken boxing soiree, Kentucky Fried Pigeon, and English is Hard. Now I'm going to say a drunken boxing soiree is the true story. I think that's one of the true ones. Um, I just do it maybe because I want it to be true because <laughs> it's a Pueblo story. Um, English is Hard, I also believe that is a true story just because the uh, – all the uh, details you put into it, I, yeah. I think that's uh, it's something you love. It's something you're passionate about. And you can always tell on this podcast, this is probably it, so I'm going to be called full of shit here in a second. <laughs> but I usually, know everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so smart. <laughs> uh, but usually you can tell when someone's passionate about something. And even if it is a, a half true half, you can tell you're passionate about that. Right. That's, that's very cool. I respect that very much. Kentucky Fried Pigeon I'm going to pick for two reasons. Uh not a lot of details of the other two. And you didn't make a lot of eye contact to that one. I, I've been watching oh. that more and more. Uh, the other two stories, I noticed you kept bouncing back and forth between me and Densi on the eye contact. This one, you looked down quite a bit. You were I like don't know. this. And maybe, maybe it's, uh, yeah, maybe it's uh, just getting <laughs> tired of that, that Aquafina starting to wear on me. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Con- or, uh, yeah, Kentucky Fried Pigeon, Miss Kudrin. Okay. Well, I, I actually think, and I said this when we saw it, English is hard. I think it's true just because I agree. A drunken mm-hmm. boxing. Okay, and I think that one is true, too, because of the story that you told about the fire with the grill. And, like, you're like, <laughs> it's still there and some good details. Um, 
there was a couple things in the beginning. I was like, oh, maybe that one. But I'm going to have to go with um, Kentucky Fried Pigeon as well. And only because I think when I, if I, I know Michael and I'm, you're his brother, <laughs> if that would have been Michael Blake, I think probably would have shit himself like out bitches yes exactly <laughs> so i think there would have been so much more to that many birds attacking you that um because i know i've seen michael with mm-hmm. birds and he's definitely yeah. afraid yeah so if you're the same as your brother no i don't know if you'd be here to tell the story yeah, probably not yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 so i'm going with uh, kentucky fried pigeon as well before you flip that over i do we're going to stop for a quick second we're going to watch a video right now so uh, what we're watching is, hold on, what's beeping at me? Oh, just that one. Carbon monoxide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're all going to die. <laughs> uh, we're going to watch a small video. What we do is watch a video of one of the vendors here at the Brush Emporium. So, nice. yeah, check out the video. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Megan Orcutt, and I'm the owner of Something Magical. We make things such as hand-stitched journals, hand-poured candles with essential oils and fresh herbs. Um, we also have pendulums and other handcrafted items. You can find us here at the Brush Emporium, 210 Clayton Street, or on Facebook. Just search up Something Magical, and there's a link to our website. I love it. All right, so we're back. So I do want to say, before you turn that over, um, I do want to say uh, thanks for watching that video, and please make sure you support the Brush Emporium down here. They've got cool things. they got a lot of cool stuff upstairs. Have you had a chance to walk around yet? Yes, I did. Uh, Try the pizza. Oh, of course. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, you can never go wrong with pizza. That's nope. Ever. Old, ever. That's the old saying I've heard. Pizza's like sex. It's When it's good, it's good. and it's bad, it's still pretty good, yeah. right? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it, but it's good. You that's know, funny. Not, well, well, not you have. Yeah. Uh, but please make sure you support them. They, they do so much good for this town. There's four people who love the city of Brush who have opened this business to give small town people or small business people a place to uh, sell their goods and Love sell it. their wares. They also support a certain podcast. So if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the free content you get, please subscribe, follow, share it if you want to. Come That'd be pizza. awesome. Come get a pizza. Come support these people that support us. We'd be much appreciated. So having said that, Dencia, I think we're going to double team. We are. Mr. Blecka here. What's up? We're both going to fuck K- up or we're be Kentucky winners. Kentucky Fried Pigeon. Let's see it, brother. You guys are both correct. <laughs> <laughs> now, what part of that is not true? The the number of birds. It, it was one bird, but when the bird hit the glass, when it fell down, I screamed hit the glass. like a little girl yeah. and yeah. Blecka out. <laughs> Gone. Blecka out, I, I do not know. I, I don't do birds, um, and, but but yeah, if if that I would know my fear of birds. If right. that yeah. many pigeons, an army of pigeons came flying. That's down what I'm saying. You would have like just all of that. That many birds, you yeah. would have died. Mm-hmm. No, that would have been yeah. your death. Yeah. Uh, so English is hard is a true story. Yes, and and it really is. It's kind of an ongoing thing. It was hard to put that one together into one story, mm-hmm. but the the yogurt yogurt, yeah. you know, the was is one that my kids always love hearing because it 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 is relatable, you know, and and it ties into the 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 uh, English language and the the different uh, languages of hip hop and that kind of thing that come through. Love and you it. did have a lot of passion in that. You can tell it's yeah. something that you love very agree. much. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And a drunken boxing story. Thank you, Jesus. That was <laughs> yes. a true story. They, literally, Jesus. They, yeah. <laughs> there there is not a pueblo story I tell. 
that is a lie. Yeah. And oh, you nobody, don't have to. nobody believes me half yeah. the time. They're like, there's no way. And I'm like, no, it's all of all of Pueblo is 100%. What I remember is 100% true. I moved there in 96, moved out in 2002. Uh, and maybe I'm biased because I did have such a great time there. But it was a magical time in Pueblo. It was crazy. They had the most bars per capita uh-huh. of anywhere in the nation. Uh-huh. I don't know anymore, but they did. And yeah. murders. And mur- well, I don't think they have <laughs> murders, but they, the crime rate's out of control. Yeah, definitely. Uh, your car will get stolen and broken into. Mine did like four or five times. So yeah. I got to the point I was like, nah, shit. Don't just, get a nice car. I just didn't leave no. anything in it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they stole my CDs. And I'm like, why wouldn't they want my boys to man? They threw it away on the road, you bastards. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, was, it was a great time, man. I yes. just had fun there. So. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, Ben, I love when guys like you come on. I'm on some I kind know. of hot streak with these, these guests. I know, these great storytellers. Yeah, we've had great storytellers. And obviously, being on the radio, this is something that's mm. second nature to you. And you Definitely. can tell. you were, Yes. It was great. It was a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed yeah. this. It was I fun. Did too. And it was a pleasure finally Absolutely. meeting you. Finally meeting. Here we go. Yes. yes, finally. That blows my mind. I didn't even think to ask if you two had met. I just assumed you guys uh-uh. knew yeah. each other. No. Well, it's it, it, because our lives are so busy. And yes. we're here, there, and everywhere. Um, you know, and we were only given, what, five weeks for my brother's wedding mm-hmm. to get ready mm-hmm. to be in the wedding party. Right. Yeah, yeah so, super fast. Yeah. I'll be damned, but also you guys are kind of drunks. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> even if we did meet, I, we wouldn't. Know. I yeah, tell yeah. people yeah. all the time. I'm, I used to be such a huge drinker. I met people for the first time three or four times. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. Well, and and the other problem I have is. I don't remember names well. Yeah. Shockingly, as a play-by-play guy, right. I know I know you and I have your name, but I always have a sheet of paper or an iPad in front of me that has your name phonetically spelled next to the number or however I'm identifying you. You have to. So I don't know how I, you do it. Yeah, yeah. I have several conversations weekly in the grocery store. We'll walk away. My wife's like, who's that? I'm like, I don't know. You probably know better than I do. <laughs> right. I do that all the time, too. But spelling yeah. it phonetically is so smart. I had a DJ one time. We'll get going. But uh, it was the Van Greshepi. Family. Oh God! Uh-huh. And what a wonderful family! What uh-huh. a wonderful time! This, this uh, DJing that one was one of my favorites. Yes, a lot of cool stuff. For a, it was a German wedding I've never done before. Anyway, when they told me Van Greshepi, uh, uh-uh. I slaughtered the shit out of it. So I yeah. had to write it down phonetically because uh-huh. I'm like, I will fuck your name up Absolutely. if you let me uh-huh. read it like that. So yes. I give nicknames to so many people that I don't even really know what their real mm-hmm. names are <laughs> because I can't say them. Sport champ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweetie. Yeah. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you know she's a drinker. So yeah. anyway, we're going to get out of here. Ben, thank you so much for thank coming you. down. Did you have you I had I had a blast. Good. I awesome. enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, this is uh, 121, so we'll be out here in a couple there we weeks. Go. And yeah, that, like I said, we're, we're on a hell of a streak right now. Yeah, you are. Storytellers. It's been really fun. And you've... Don't fuck it up. Definitely. I'm trying not to. <laughs> but anyway, I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Jessica Kudrin. Ben Blecka. Next time. Thank Peace. you. Bye. See you later.